0: this is the off kilter podcast it is about breaking rules listening to your ovaries and coloring outside of the lines each week we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality feel powerfully graceful and deeply connected to your body all while navigating life i am your teacher amy kate Bo. Hello, delish humans, and welcome back to the Off Kilter podcast. Thank you for connecting in and listening today. Today's episode is around the length of your cycle and why the length of your cycle matters when it comes to training. So, the episode today is for women who train and want to understand how the length of their cycle can affect when they can train hard. The length of your cycle is important when starting to learn to train with your cycle. And it is actually the first place that I start when working with women. So when you know the length of your cycle, you can utilize what I call your red circle window and it's in this window that your cycle supports you to train hard. Your hormones are there, Uh, they're your cheerleaders uh, that support you to be able to train hard. So we can get the most out of training each cycle uh, in this window. And that's if our cycle arrives regularly on time and without symptoms. So how do we find our red circle window? Well, we need to know the length of our cycle. And it starts by tracking your cycle. So that is the first key piece that you're looking for, is how long is my cycle from day one to day one. So in the episode today, we're going to look at three different cycle lengths and how they impact training. So the length of your cycle determines uh, when you are in the four phases of training. So there's four key phases of training. And depending on how long your cycle is, will determine where you actually uh, fall in those phases of training during your cycle. So those four phases are build, peak, maintain, and restore. So when we're looking at your cycle, we have two, basically we have two phases, the follicular phase and the luteal phase. Now we can break that down even further and we have four main phases, which is menstruation, the bleed, the second half of the follicular phase, up until ovulation, then we ovulate, then we have the mid Uh, luteal phase, and then the end luteal phase. So when a cycle length changes, it is the follicular phase that changes. So this impacts our hormones when we ovulate and the time we can get the most out of our training. So this is changing where our red circle window is. Our luteal phase, that second phase of our cycle, should always be around 12 to 16 days. Uh, So it doesn't really change, it's the follicular phase that's changing and making the cycle shorter or expanded. So often you'll hear about a regular cycle, a 28-day cycle, Uh, and this is a textbook cycle, this regular 28-day cycle. And remember the big red balloon rule that there's no such thing as a perfect cycle and no two cycles could be the same because of our red umbrella. And a normal menstrual cycle made up of these four phases could be between anywhere uh, from 22 to 38 days, depending on what's normal for you. That's why it's super key to track your cycle because if you're not tracking your cycle, you're not aware of what's normal for you. What is your red balloon rule? So let's take a look at, say if we have a textbook cycle, a regular 28 day cycle. It creates this typical three weeks on, one week off training phase uh, where we have a build. So from day one to seven, We're starting to build uh, into our training. So this could look like higher volume. Uh, Think of the base of the pyramid. Uh, So we're setting the foundation for the training, the new program. And then once we reach uh, around day 10, we enter into our red circle window. So this is our peak phase. Uh, And we can ovulate around day 14. So. In your red circle window, this is when you can train hard, train more often, get the most out of your training, go for PRs, do high-intensity efforts. Because our hormones are there to support us. Estrogen has come on stage uh, along with the backup dancers, LH and testosterone. And because of estrogen and testosterone, they allow us to be able to lift heavier, train harder, train more often, recover better, and uh, progress in our training. Then as we move out of our peak, so out of our red circle window, we enter into this maintenance phase where we can still hold the intensity and the volume Uh, And this could be from day 17 to 22, depending on what's going on in my red umbrella. As we come to the last phase, uh, which is the restore phase, we may need to be more mindful with our training. Uh, This is when a lot of PMS stuff can come up. Uh, Progesterone is the dominant hormone. And when progesterone comes on stage, It's catabolic, so it actually likes to uh, eat our muscle mass and it causes our core temperature to rise, which can make exercise a little harder. Research has shown that our time to fatigue can be a little quicker because of our higher core temperature and we can also have an increase in sodium losses. So hydration becomes really important in this second phase. Uh, the second part to why we may need to be a little bit more mindful is the body actually craves more rest because melatonin, the sleep hormone, is actually higher in the second phase of the cycle. But because of the body temperature, it can be harder to actually sleep uh, and sleep is super important for recovery and our metabolic health. So in the restore phase, we're looking at maybe more lighter endurance-based training, uh, body weight training, resting longer between workouts, between sets, more walking, more softness. But so many women don't have a 28-day cycle. So let's look at a short cycle. What if you have a 21-day cycle? Now, if you don't track your cycle, you aren't aware. Uh, And then what can happen is that you may start doing some high-intensity stuff when you're in your second phase uh, of your cycle and you actually won't adapt or you won't progress in your training. Uh, You could be really tired, so you won't get the most out of your training. And then what also happens is if you're not aware – Then in your deload week, when you should be uh, training hard, you're deloading because uh, you're not aware that what happens in a 21-day cycle is that it's shorter. So your build phase is shorter, your peak phase is earlier, and then you're into your maintenance and your restore phase sooner than a 28-day cycle. So the follicular phase is quite short in a 21-day cycle. Uh, And then we have our build, which might be only between day 1 to 5. Our peak uh, in a 21-day cycle may be around day 6 to 12. And we might be ovulating around day 7 to 9. So our red circle window is a little shorter and a little earlier in a shorter cycle. And this is really key to know. Because you need to build and peak a little sooner than a regular cycle. And then we're entering into maintenance and restore earlier. So what if you have an extended cycle, a 35-day cycle, a 40-day cycle, uh, which is super common. A lot of women have an extension in their cycle. Again, what happens is that if you're not tracking, you're not aware and Often uh, you deload when you're at your peak and you should be training hard and then you're training hard when you should be deloading. So the follicular phase in an extended cycle is longer. Uh, So you have a longer build phase um, which could be anywhere from day one to day 18. Then your red circle window, your peak where you can train hard Uh, is around day 18 to 24, and you may be ovulating around day 20. So your red circle window is a little bigger. It comes a little later in your cycle. Then you enter into your maintenance phase around day 24 to 30, and your restore phase in the last week of your cycle. Uh, But this may not be until day 30 uh, till 35, depending on the length of your cycle. So it's really important to understand how long your cycle is. Uh, When you know the length of your cycle, it then becomes a tool to support your training and your programming. You then gain clarity on when that red circle window is in your cycle, and that's when you should be training harder, training longer, training more often, going for PRs, doing high-intensity exercise, learning new movements. uh, doing complexity in your training. Now, it doesn't mean that you can't train hard outside that red circle window, nor does it mean that you may always be able to train hard every day, every cycle in that window. Remember that it's uh, a prong in your red umbrella. So there are many other prongs that impact how well our body is functioning and how we feel and how we can get the most out of our training. The cycle prong is a helpful tool to start supporting your cycle and then to start helping you nourish that training prong of your red umbrella more so you can finally get the results that you want from your training. So, I need you to do a couple of things for me today. Start tracking your cycle. If you haven't already been tracking your cycle, start collecting data. How long is it? Uh, How long is my bleed? What is my PMS data? How do I feel? Then the second piece is looking at the length of your cycle. How long is my cycle? Where is my red circle window? When you're clear on that, I want you to start training hard inside your red circle window and see if it helps you get more out of your training. I'd love to know. Connect in with me if you need support. I have free cycle sessions available. Each week, I do five. And in these sessions, it's a space for you to ask questions about your cycle. We can look at what your report card says and then determine a plan to support that cycle prong of your red umbrella. I can teach you how to start training with your cycle. I invite you to book a cycle session call so we can dive deep into your cycle and look at how it's a tool to help you get more out of your training. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at AmyKateBow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, AmyKateBow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember, take the long way home. Bye for now.